Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and tonight we're here to talk some Reds baseball with you. It's been a little while, so welcome back. First, we have Branch with us. Branch, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, I'm sure you've sure you've been better, but still. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also have Sydney on with us. Sydney, how you doing? Hello. All right. How about you? Doing okay. Not, not too bad. And then we have Burmy back with us again. Burmy, how are you, man? I am doing well, Coop. Appreciate you having me back on. Looking forward to having a great night talking about Reds baseball. Joey Votto. Oh, I'm a little bit behind. Double home two runs. Is there? Oh, let's go. Oh, Joey Votto bangs. Cassiano's point his fingers in the air. Let's go. Joey Votto still bangs. Still bangs. What a good way to lead off the podcast with it. Joey Votto, two RBI, double down the right field line. We are, of course, recording on Friday night. If when you listen to this, you'll you'll know exactly when we were recording. Nice inside fastball. Joey just turned on it and said, "Fuck you." Yep. Take that, you filthy Masonites. He's like that ball has Trevor Bauer's face on it, and I'm gonna punish it. <laughs> why don't we why don't we lead off with a little Trevor Bauer now technically this is a Cincinnati Reds podcast and uh, he no longer pitches for the Reds but goddamn, if you if you don't know which you probably do but if you don't Trevor Bauer has been accused of sexual assault and this isn't just one of those situations of he said she said there is actual evidence of this oh yeah and it took Major League Baseball a couple of days to finally realize, hey, maybe we shouldn't let this guy pitch. And they gave him a seven-day administrative leave. He still gets paid. But uh, he can't be suspended, I think, unless he's charged or something like that. So this administrative leave kind of makes – because he was supposed to pitch this weekend. It allows him not to do that. And then – Gives the police uh, another week of investigations. Um, as you hear, if you hear fireworks in the background, uh, welcome to July 4th weekend. Um, but this is bad. I mean, I don't even, I, I don't want to joke about this. This is awful. Barmy, give me your thoughts. So after listening to, you know, reading and listening to everything, I think the thing that's really going to do Trevor Bauer in more, more than anything else, more than speculation, more than, you know, the court of you know public opinion is they literally discuss that he chokes this woman out to the point where she passes out and then he performs sexual acts on her. I don't care if that's what the person wants. 
You can't consent when you're unconscious. Uh, agreed. Even, even if that's your kink, and I'm not here to kink shame anybody. You know, if you're into choking, spitting, whatever, you know, do whatever you want in your own bedroom. I, none of my business, none of anybody's business. As long as it's in, within the bounds of the law, and there is nowhere in the law where it says that, you know, black eyes, you know, scraped up faces, split lips, and inserting your genitalia into somebody while they're unconscious is an acceptable kink. It's not. It, it's, that's not sex. It's not anything that anybody can consent to. And I think that's the biggest thing is you can't consent when you're not conscious. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm, I, I'm not in the American legal system, and I am certainly not a part of this trial, assuming there's a trial upcoming. You know, I, I'm not a part of this, but I don't really think you need to hear a lot more than having sex with an unconscious body, whether they like it or not, is non-consensual. So, like I said, not kink-shaming, don't care what you're into doesn't bother me but having sex with an unconscious body is not lawful so i think that's pretty much where it stands in terms of what we have so far it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the court of law just you know from a standpoint of you know i don't remember any time where anybody said that that was their thing but it can't legally be your thing and if it's brought to light then you know you're kind of SOL, well, in my opinion. So it it's weird to me that you know it. Everything I read and you know hear about that people may be into that. And like I said, once again, fine. But it, it's not fine in terms of the eyes of the law. Does that make sense, Coop? Yeah, I think you the 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 distinction you made is the important one. Is nobody's kink shaming. If you like it rough, whatever you know, do it rough. But somebody's unconscious they cannot consent to whatever you're doing i mean bottom line there's no oh well you agreed to this this and this when you were awake but then when you were unconscious i did x y and z no 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 plus the fact that she had a basilar skull fracture according to the complaint that's the same injury that killed Dale Earnhardt, if people don't know. Not saying that, of course, not saying that he hit her the, as hard as he hit the wall, obviously. But that's how serious this is. This is not just, oh, well, we were spanking a little and it got a little out of hand. No. You don't go to the police, swear out a statement, get all of that evidence collected, if it was just, you know, a little kinky sex branch, give me your thoughts. Yeah. Well, not that it's really a positive, but I'm really happy that there wasn't a cover up like there usually is. Um, so that's good. That's a, that's a kind of a change for, you know, high profile organizations and whatnot. They didn't have to see a video. This happened in April or May, you know, legal, legal systems taking doing its job and what I assume is about the normal time for the legal system to do its job in, this, in these, these situations. Um, stuff definitely got out of hand. I, 
I, I don't really have a whole lot to say on. I'm glad that MLB finally stepped in and suspended him. Uh, there's, you know, I can't imagine any situation where what he did was okay. Uh, you can't be unconscious and, and, and give consent. And I can't imagine anybody being into anything hard enough to have a skull fracture um, at the end of it. Again, I don't want to keep shame either. Uh, but, you know, we're going to have to see where this all goes. I I think, you know, Trevor's in a, in, in a uh, he probably, I, I'm going to be upset if, if, if through all this, I mean, unless he's just deemed innocent by some weird way that he's still playing. Uh, but, I, you know, in today's world, I don't know how things play out anymore. It's, we set the ocean on fire today for God's sakes. I don't know what that was. Yeah. The ocean, the ocean's literally on fire right now. uh, Yeah. Really, that's all I got. But the the only thing I can, that that I'm, I ain't going to say happy about it because there ain't nothing happy about the situation. But there wasn't a big old huge fucking cover up to three years and then it come out. That is a change. Yeah. Thank you, Penn State. Thank you, Boy Scouts of America. Thank you, Catholic Church. All of it, you know. <laughs> Sydney, give me your thoughts. So, she she consented to several things, including being choked, but she didn't consent to having his hand shoved down her throat and then choked by her own hair to where she was knocked unconscious. And I mean, the most damning part about all of this is that she has pictures that she sent to Bauer from when she went to the ER about all of this. So, yeah, she has pictures and even was talking with him and all of that. And he did some things that did seem like, all right, he cared or any of that. He did some things that were good, but also a lot of crap that was bad. I can't... Sex with an unconscious person is not good in any way, shape, or form. I don't understand how some people can do it. Like, you have to be sick in the brain to be able to do that. I mean... Like, I don't know what kind of sick fuck can do that. How is it? How is it fun if the other person isn't reciprocating the act? Because it's not. It. It's exactly. not about the fun. It's about the control. It's I guess. Not. It's about. It's yeah, about it's a, the power. It's a big power trip. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I've known he's a, been a dick for a while. He's a, online. He's always been an asshole. But. This is a whole different oh, level. Yeah. This is a people. completely different level of being a troll on Twitter or something like that. This is this, yeah, yeah. This is not trolling, right? This is not trolling. This isn't yeah. This, this he's going to have criminal charges. You know, I I've seen that the this the New York District Attorney said he he goes it wasn't uh, an LA Dodger, it wasn't Trevor Bowery at RB, and you know, locked down. Yeah, he'd be in cuffs. But there's a different legal system branch between rich people and poor people. So, yeah. Well, I wish the legal system would find my goddamn car. Yeah. <laughs> still, 
Um, <laughs> if you don't know, Branch's car got stolen this week from Covington while he went to a Reds game. Shout out to Covington. Um, I mean, it, it was the... Shout out to Covington. Hey, speaking of which, shout out Ram. Yeah, shout out to Ram at Uncle Ram. Shout out. Now, Branch, that the, the wasn't the best neighborhood to be in. That where where you were, you know, we don't need to give away where it was, but that wasn't the best area. But I still wouldn't have expected that level of brazenness. And I, I, and the only I changed hotels from the one I normally stay in. You know, that's in Newport over there, just because of early check in. That's it. Yeah, they gave me a better early check in, and uh, well. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, lesson learned there. But no, if anybody is listening to this podcast that's from out of area, it is a, a thing to target Reds fans at cars and hotel parking lots because they know if you get out of your car with your Reds gear on and you got, you know, obviously Ohio and Kentucky isn't going to do it, but Ohio shows your county. So yep. Kentucky there, shows your county, too. Stuff on your car. Yeah. If you're there with Cuyahoga stuff on your you know, Cuyahoga plates and you got Red's license plate bracket, Red's, you know, go Red's in the window, just uh, wishbone C, your normal swag, and you get out of the car and you're wearing, you know, a Votto jersey, they know you're going to the game and they know you won't be back yeah. for hours. For hours. And they can have the radio on to know when the game's over. So it, it is a thing. I, I, I'm mad at myself for never thinking of that before, but. I've looked, done a little bit of internet research, and it's a thing in every at, at major sporting events all over. It's, yeah, it's kind of a criminal thing. It's still crappy. I mean, no, it sucks. It sucks so bad. So, but it's it. Nobody got hurt. Nobody's lost a life. Right. It's a car. It can be replaced. The insurance. biggest part for me is uh, that, that that it's hard to say how this feels, but they took what was a great day with friends at the ballpark and what was probably going to be a great next two days with friends at the ballpark away from me because at that point once something like this happened you're, you're like i just want to go home yeah you know no i, I <laughs> get it. yeah and i and i've said that i might not go back i will be going back i'm not going to let some damn thief you know dictate anything like that so but yeah it was kind of shitty well Brett's fans branches Branch is being super polite. He wants you to strike up pitchforks and, and, and torches, and he wants you to find who stole his car and bring them to justice. Branch, well, if, you don't if need it, to bring them to justice. Just if you see a, a 2019 charcoal gray Subaru Outback, there's a lot of them. West Virginia tags and a somewhat faded Reds license plate bracket around the, the rear license plate. Maybe maybe snap me a real yeah. quick picture of it on uh, on get a picture of the Twitter or plate. DM yeah. me or something, and uh, I'll tell you to call the cops or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Branch, if it makes you feel any better, uh, it probably bought them a whole lot of meth. I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that they at least got some money too, and they did it off a really nice hooker's ass. Um, that part of town is not going to be a nice, not going to be a nice one. They? I mean, no. yeah, meth addicts don't usually do that, do they? I mean, the whores no, don't like CEO board members and stuff. The, the coke off the hookers, but yeah, 
the whores down in that area have been well, around the block a few times, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. I mean, at this point, though, your entrance will probably end up totaling it, and you'll just have to go, yeah. unfortunately, because Buy a new car. <laughs> usually, if, if, if it was going to be found, it probably would have been found by now. That's what I'm guessing. So, sorry. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but just be careful when you're going to the ball games. You are targets. You yeah. Know, especially if, you know when you're when you're getting out of them parking garages. You you are a target. You have Reds gear on. They know what you're doing. You know. Just be careful. When uh, when Let's we get on to baseball again. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to baseball. <laughs> All right. Um, when we're done, I'll tell you my secret parking spot that'll probably, hopefully, keep you safe next time. Um. But yeah, let's go on to uh, one of the other major topics in baseball right now, which is the sticky icky, the spider tack, the whatever you, what have you to keep grip on the baseball that uh, uh, the umpires in Major League Baseball are now enforcing this checking of uh, gloves and hats and belts and nipples and um, what have you, wherever people are stashing their their stuff. There's only been one pitcher so far suspended for it, but um, there was a noticeable <laughs> drop in spin rate across the league. And even a couple of pitchers who have got hurt. And we could even talk about TJ Antone and Lucas Sims in that conversation. Um, Sydney, I'll start with you. What is your thoughts on the sticky icky situation? Um, I understand why they were using it, and honestly, if you weren't using it when they weren't regulating it, then what were you doing? Um, but I understand they're trying to do something to get offense up and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's good that they're finally doing something about it. And I mean, we'll, we'll see how much of an effect it has as it goes on. Because I think it's only been like, what, a week, two weeks, maybe something like that of them checking it. Um, and I mean, I'm surprised that only one pitcher has been ejected and suspended for it. Um, but we'll probably see more, more as it goes on. And I really liked what some people, what some pitchers were, were doing. Um, like taking their pants they off were, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, now, what I do have to say is they shouldn't let managers do what Girardi was trying to do with, um, what's his name, Max Scherzer. Yeah. Trying to interrupt his groove and all of that by trying to get him checked for it. Because, no, that, there's no place for no, that was that was out of line, I think, and the umpire should have yeah. um, should have not done that and waited till after the inning. Um, yeah, Branch, your thoughts on the on this sticky situation? <laughs> oh, India well, catch the ball. Yeah. Sorry, I'm glad they're getting rid of stuff like spider tack and stuff because it is an unfair advantage to the pitchers to be able to spin that hard. And we have went through a spin revolution over the last couple of years. Um, however, leave it to Major League Baseball to do it in the worst fucking way possible. 
to where they don't even say, okay, here's the one substance you can use because, yes, our balls are slick as hell. They're rubbed up with freaking mud from the Delaware River, and we're like, well, it's good enough for old Hoss. It's good enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you've had a Major League Baseball recently, one that's been played with, they are slippery. So I understand using things like rosin. And that guy that was ejected, it was probably rosin. Yeah. You know? And um, sorry, my air compression just kicked on. But um, they, uh, how MLB handled it with no solution to why they started with the stuff anyway. And yeah, it got, it got way out of hand. It's kind of crazy. And I think what Sidney said is, is the reason why they did it this way is they want to see runs go up. Uh, Jason Stark wrote a column in The Athletic earlier today. He put the demarcation line at uh, June 5th as the day that pitchers quit using it as much. And yes, there is a definite decrease in spin rate and a definite in- increase in offense. However, we, that is also getting into the hot summer months when the ball flies. It's hitting season, you know. So, yep. I, you know, at the end of the season, there'll be a lot more data on it. And I'm sure people like Eno Saris and whatnot will break it down at an unbelievable level. And there'll be some really interesting reads about it. But um, they definitely need to figure something out with it on the, just the sticky, icky quick. Uh, I also think that the owners were trying to make the players fight with each other, you know, before oh, yeah. contract negotiations. So, so there's that to it too. But yeah, MLB should have at least said, okay, you get rosin or and pine tar. But now they can't even have pine tar, and it that that seems weird. It's not like you're not going to increase your spin rate much with those. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's not it's not this crap that you can literally hold the ball in your fingertips without letting go you know (laughs) yeah uh, the spider tech i saw somebody somebody posted a video of they bought some spider tech and just to show how sticky it was and they like put their finger in the jar and like lifted the entire jar up just from the surface tension of the stickiness yeah (laughs) so it did a great job for what it was designed to do which was to help guys that you know heavy weightlifters grab those atlas stones. Yeah. Did a fantastic job. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, Burmy, your thoughts. Birdall and Badgesil, I ain't got an arm like you guys anymore. I got to use whatever I can get. Well, I it <laughs> it, it just cracks me up that it's very, as Brad alluded to, it's very Major League Baseball, and I hope you all appreciate the Major League reference, if you didn't. Um, you know, that they do it in the middle of the season. You know, just, no, we're done with this. We need we need more hits. Batting averages are too low. Hey, Burmy, real quick. You know, home runs are up because pitchers throw ungodly miles per hour now, so when you make contact, it flies. But, you know, the batting averages are down. And the batting average on balls in play is down because the balls that are hit are going out of the ballpark. So baseball is like, well, how do we get back to, you know, what we've had historically? Oh, well, we're going to just crack on this and here you go. So I, I can't really think of an equivalent of like another sport that would do something like this. The only thing I thought of was when the NHL tried to put chips in the pucks during playoffs. Yeah. Like, hey, why would you fuck with? Keep why going. would you fuck with the weight of the puck 
in the most important time of the season. Do that in preseason. Honestly, with the with the sticky stuff, I understand using it to try to grip the ball and not trying to hit batters using it like that. But I mean, implementing it during the start of the season, like you were saying, is no, no. <laughs> do it, do it during the off season or something like that, or. If you're going to do it mid-season, do it during the All-Star break. Yeah. You know? I agree. Like, don't don't do it where it's literally, all right, this random day in June, this random-ass day in June, here you go. You can't use something you've been using for years now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. You know, it... They're, what are they going to do? Are they going to tell NFL quarterbacks in the middle of the season that they're going to, you know, change the the laces? Like it, it, it you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, that would be ridiculous. Like every quarterback would throw up stink about it, and they're the most important position in the sport. And, and baseball starts and ends with pitchers. You know, they're the ones that initiate every, every single play in the game. Absolutely. So why would you? tamper with them my other thought on the whole thing if, if, if you don't mind is people don't like to hear this but it's true baseball is synonymous with cheating it is peanut butter and jelly in Absolutely. a sport in a sport where the best offensive players think about other sports to compare it right and in basketball a good player you know the best player like Steph Curry, right? The best three-point shooter yeah. of all time converts what, like forty-three percent of his three-pointers. That's ridiculous. But he still yeah. fails slightly over half the time when he when he shoots a three-point shot. You know, great free throw shooters shoot 90 percent. They only fail one in ten times because you can't stop them. In baseball, you fail seven out of ten times. And you, you know, everybody hears the old adage, and you make the Hall of Fame. So, of course, yeah. guys in baseball are going to find ways to cheat because the game is difficult. It's des- it's not designed for you to, you know, there you go, Gino, nice base hit. It's not designed for, for you to succeed as a hitter because you're automatically disadvantaged because you don't know what's coming, you know. Yeah. You, you, you can disguise a defense in football, but you have an idea of what's going to happen and you watch enough film and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. If you execute properly, you can succeed. But, you know, the best quarterbacks now complete three quarters of their passes because the offense has gotten to the point where it's it's surgical. Where yeah. baseball, I mean, it's the only sport where the offensive numbers have gone down besides hockey eliminating the no-fly zone, but that's neither here nor there. You know, yeah. but it's the only sport where, you know, it's decreased in the last 20 years. And they haven't really done a whole lot to increase it. So besides, you know, supposed juice baseballs to increase home runs. But increasing home runs doesn't increase hits. No. It doesn't increase, you know, it does not increase, you know, you're not going to see, I mean, how many 3,000 career hit guys do you think we're going to see in the next 50 years? Honestly. No, not many. And honestly, yeah. I think increasing, like, the juiced ball, had had a good effect in 2019, but was very bad for baseball. In, 
in the years to follow. I mean, look at Gino. Look at Suarez. Mm -hmm. He's a perfect example of it. He goes up there most of the time taking either I'm going to strike out or I'm going to hit a home run, and that's what's going to happen. And that's not the end-all, be-all of baseball that some people think it is. Yeah, Go up there and take what the pitcher gives you. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're not going to give you a home run ball every at-bat. They might give you a single ball, but take what you can get. Yeah. Uh, what it's going to take is a major contract with somebody that's batting average and doubles and stuff count. Castellanos might be it this year. Castellanos so, will break yeah. the bank if he opts out. Yeah, and it might that might that might change things. But also, I mean, because the hitters are going to do what pays the most and what rewards them the most, and home runs has paid the most over the last fifteen years. True. Well, speaking of Nick Castellanos, him and Jesse Winker were voted as All Star starters. And it was the first time that the Reds had two outfielders starting in the All-Star game since Gus Bell and I think it was Gus Bell and was it Frank Robinson? It was Gus Bell and Frank Robinson. Yeah, and Frank like Robinson. My, yeah. Fun fact in it too. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my red fun fact today. Oh yeah, that's right. Ah, uh, Frank. Most underrated red. Yep. Um, but with all that good news comes the fact that the Reds are still 500, uh, what, eight games out of first place going into tonight. And the trade deadline is now less than a month away. So, Branch, are the Reds buyers or sellers? Right now, I think they're stand patters. I don't think they're going to do anything. And that's the worst thing they could do. It is the absolute worst thing to do, and they are in the absolute worst place you can be. They're almost good. They're almost bad. We don't really know. Injuries have played a big, big part of it. But the thing that sucks is we all know. Everybody's known where the holes were since spring training, since winter. When you know, it's his last year. We knew where the holes were. Nothing's really been done to address it. Matters were made worse by letting go of Iglesias and and uh, Bradley. And. Uh, I think, excuse me, the team we have is the team we're going to have. Might get proven wrong on that, but I think that's where we're at. And that's all because the owner doesn't want anything to change. Unfortunately, I think you're right. Um, Sydney, your thoughts? Buyers or sellers? Honestly, I think we are going to be slightly buyers. Um, I do not think at all we'll be sellers at all. Um, the only person who could possibly get traded as far as people on the major league roster in is, is going to be Wade Miley. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he got dealt. Um, but realistically, I think we're going to acquire an arm. I don't think we're going to acquire a short stop because if we were going to get one, we would have gotten one by now. I think we might acquire a mediocre bullpen arm, which at this point would be an upgrade. Um, And then they'll just say, well, we did it. 
I really sincerely hope that they're not going with the stance it looks like of getting Lorenzen, getting Anton, getting Sims, getting Senzel, Moose, getting them back is our trade. No, that's that's horseshit. Get that crap out of here. Man. Oh, he's fired up. I'm hoping... I'm hoping that um, us opening up the ballpark sooner than anyone thought to like full capacity or any capacity will give Crawl more money to deal with because Castellini would have made more, more money. So we'll see. But I, I don't think we'll do anything too, too big at the deadline. Fermi, buyers or sellers? First off, I just want to have it on the record that I don't know who's the home plate on tonight, but this guy he is terrible. Absolutely get fucked. <laughs> He's so that trash. ball is six inches inside. And he just oh my god, fuck this guy. He looks like he looks like no. Aldi brand Dolph Lundgren back. He even there. looks get like a tool. Guy. Yeah. He did not yeah. call Barnhart out on that page. Yeah, that he did. Oh yeah. And, Hitters on both sides have been screaming, walking back to the dugout. Buddy, read the room. You suck. Side suck. Sorry. Back to the point. I agree with everything City just said. I also think the Reds will get like an Archie Bradley style deal and go, look at this shiny new toy. And the Reds are going to go, that's a 2007 accurate DL. Fuck you. Every fan's going to be like, you got you. They got nothing. But right now, nothing is kind of better than what they have. So it's almost like, you know, please, please, sir, may I have some more? And then you get a second bowl of porridge. That's kind of the way I view how the Reds will be the deadline. I don't think they sell anyone big or anything like that unless they go on like a 10 game losing streak in the next month. They're going to, you know, claw for a wild card spot, which who knows what that'll take. But, you know, I, I think they're going to, you know, claw tooth and nail to try to get into something. But I, I really do believe if they do anything at the deadline, it'll be one cheap bullpen arm from a god awful basement dweller in another shit division. And we'll all sit here and go, eh. So that's my opinion. I agree with Sydney. So, yeah, I we'll. think I agree that they're probably going to do a whole bunch of nothing. Thinking, well, one, uh, Bob Castellini is a cheap ass, but two, uh, thinking that they're going to get healthy magically and all of a sudden go on this big run. Um, <laughs> we don't we don't know what to expect or when to expect Lorenzen. He he could still be out another month plus. There's no telling when Antone or Sims is going to be back. Moustakis will probably be back close to the deadline. But then, um, in that case, I would move India to short and, or move or move uh, Suarez to short and put Moose back at third uh, and to yeah. get, just to get Farmer out of the lineup. Um but yeah, I just I just don't see them doing anything. They they need 
three pieces in the bullpen and a shortstop, and they're going to just hope for health. They're gonna shrug, is what they're gonna do. Not being in on, not being in on it, Dames, was a serious dereliction of duty for the front office. I mean, you know, Carl said we had nothing really talking about Dames. Why not? That's what he's done for the Brewers. I mean, it's just that that's how, that, that's the reason I, I say they're gonna stay pat because they they weren't even checking in on a player like that. I mean, right now everybody knows the Twins are about ready to uh, unload, and they've got some. They've got some pitching. They've got. They actually have probably the best relief pitcher out there. I can't remember his name right now. With brain fart, but anyway, solid relief pitcher. They could go after him now, and they're not doing it. I. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, I. There's hoping, and then there's reality, and I think reality is going to slap us in the face. So, let's move on to some listener questions here. Uh, this week, I asked people to ask their questions using the hashtag Sticky Icky. Uh, Kyle Kapler has the first question. He asks, hashtag Sticky Icky, is there such a thing as a good Stone Sour song? Stone Sour, of course, is a band that has Corey Taylor from Slipknot in it. They've got a couple of all right songs, but it's eh, a lot of... Eh. So maybe some of their older stuff, but the newer stuff is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris at pun and done 76 asks, why are you still a Reds fan? Well, <laughs> stubbornness. I ask myself that every morning. <laughs> but I like pain and misery. That's what I, that's why. <laughs> it's just stubbornness for me. Like, this yeah, is, this is what yeah. I grew up on. This, this is, you know, you can see where they could be good if if the front office would try, and then they sucker you in every year. Every Coops is sadomasochist. Coops is sadomasochist. Everyone, there you go. It explains his explains his music taste. Explains his sports <laughs> fandom. He picks Kentucky. To give him a shred of life. Also, being an alum helps, but True. I think I, I think, I think we've uh, we've just uh, you know kind of divulged Coop's kink. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, but, that pitcher is Taylor Rogers Branch. Oh yeah, Taylor Rogers. That's that's it. Yeah, yeah. just beginning. Yeah, my 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 kink is my sports teams hurting me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frank Novak. <laughs> Enjoy Arby's, Coop. Yeah, he did Arby's. Um, hey, I, I, I was a Browns fan for 20-some years. I, I eventually quit after they drafted Johnny Baseball and then fired another damn coach. I was like, okay, I'm out. I can't I can't do this anymore. And I quit. And not paying attention to the Browns, I honestly don't pay much attention at all to football. It's made my life better. It really has. <laughs> I walked away from an abusive relationship. <laughs> but I can't do it with the Reds. I, there's... There's I can't. There's history there. Yeah. Frank Novak has the next question. He asks hashtag Sticky Icky. What would you give up for Trevor Story for the rest of the season? Uh, I think he's a free agent after this year. Yes, he is a free agent after the year. Um, I don't know what it would take to get Trevor Story. He's not had the best season so far. And him being an impending free agent, 
his value is not going to be too high. So I don't think you need to worry about a Lodolo or a Hunter Green. But at the same time, uh, no. you're you're still going to be looking at probably a top 10 prospect if you go that route. Chris Oakey. Oh, I'd give him Chris Oakey. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> Fuck Chris Oakey. <laughs> Um, shout out Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Um, I don't know. It would all depend on. It would probably go down to the deadline because the Rockies would want as much as they could to get for him. Um, but they could just hang on to him and tr- and do the, give him a qualifying offer and get the get the sandwich pick. That yeah, might... see, actually, you got to go just a little bit above the qualifying offer, right? But, you know, um, I'm. You know, guessing one of our, you know, because they're going to rebuild. Um, we've got some good good hitters down in Dayton. You know, I'm not even sure it have to be top ten, but one of them and probably a decent arm as well. And the Red Farm System arms have been looking really good this year. Uh, the Kyle Bodie experiment, experiment has worked. Uh, I don't know if y'all read Doug every, every day. I do. Yep. Breakdowns of some of these games, I'm like, man, that's some decent pitching. You know, it, it it looks like some really nice pitching. So there's pitchers there. I can't I can't give you names off the top of my head, but I, it would be probably a, a, a top twenty hitter and probably a top twenty pitcher. Do you really have to give up qualifying offer level? They gave away Arenado for fucking peanuts. Literally, well, that was that was their old GM. Yeah, and he's one of the worst in history. So maybe we'll catch him on a nice mile high four twenty time. And we'll get. <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> I should have done that trade before. What's his nuts left? It was God. He was horrible. Oh God. Yeah, they they literally just handed Ironado to the Cardinals. Yeah. That. Well. Yeah. Be, be smarter, people. So Bill has a question. He asks, um, without the hashtag, why do I listen to a podcast hosted by a jerk like this? And <laughs> I don't know, some weirdo was in my mention saying I was a jerk and yeah. he was literally going to everybody that had responded to the podcast account and telling them that I'm a jerk. So well, yeah. I guess I'm a jerk. I don't know fuck a- you, dude. Yes, fuck, fuck me. you. I'm a jerk. That's fine. Well, can we elaborate on that note for just a second? Yeah. The, big, my being a jerk, yeah. yes. All right. Big he, said about, he said something about family friendly and that really fucking pissed me off. Fuck family friendly. Every goddamn thing is family friendly. Sometimes adults need to talk like adults and act like adults and laugh at adult fucking humor. I There is plenty of podcasts, not that any goddamn 10-year-olds out there listening to Red's baseball podcast. I guarantee there might be like two. That's it. Uh, especially so not. Fuck. And I won't listen to your podcast breaking down the Lord's Prayer line by line. If you won't want to listen to a baseball podcast that says the word fuck and might on a more regular basis discuss that somebody might have a huge hog that plays for the Reds. I mean, there is hog discussion. Yeah. Now. There is hog discussion. There is the. Branch, Branch, you you wax poetic, King. Yes. It is marked explicit. I mean, it says that everywhere you go, it says explicit. It's not family friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, But. But if Wu Tang's for the kids, then Hunt Red's October is for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Hunt for Red's October ain't nothing to fuck with. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Hunt for Red's 
Over financial. Financial. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> we're going all Bitcoin. Just joking. Not. Don't do that. It's, it's all dog coop coin. coin to the moon. Coop, coop coin. To the moon. Yes. Uh, buy coop coin. You can do Let's that. Let's get it rolling, boys. Just send me a bunch ICO of money. Coming soon. We'll do. <laughs> we'll do some NFTs. Um, the ICOs coming soon everyone keep a lookout for hashtag coop coin coop coin i wonder how easy it is to start a uh a cryptocurrency like that and it's not backed by anything you can do whatever the hell you want uh you're just making shit up so you got a laptop there you go <laughs> it's a fugazi it's a fugazi it's woo, fucking fairy dust <laughs> yeah well, suck it brian that's right dude brad brock brad Brad Brock. I'm impressed with Brad Brock. He's as hard as the candy that he sells. Oof. Yeah, that guy comes from money. Look at him. He's, he's got a candy conglomerate behind him. I don't know if he's actually yeah, no from shit. that family. But... Hey, <laughs> Can anybody confirm? Somebody somebody reply and confirm. Yeah, somebody look that up. Um, and then reply to the to the Twitter account. If he's a member of the that Brock family. So that'll about wrap up this edition of the podcast. Uh, we'll go around the room here, have everybody give their final thoughts. And Sydney, we'll start with you. Give us your final thoughts. Um, I hope Trevor Bauer gets what he deserves. Um, I'm happy that the Reds are winning. And it looks like, not to speak too soon, but it looks like they are going to Sonny Gray start for once. Uh, Don't jinx which it. Which is no fault of Sonny Gray. Knock on wood! Knock on wood! <laughs> There you go. Um, and you know what? I just looked it up, and we're only a game and a half behind the Cubs. So if we can, if we win two out of three here, we will be in second place, which I don't know really the last time we were in second place. So that would feel good. I think they got the second place after that winning streak, but. Then it went out to San Diego and got swept. But anyway, um, Brant. Um, yeah, uh, there ain't a whole lot. Uh, we saw in the, the the whole total thing with the Padres, which the Padres are a very good team uh, that are built for the playoffs and the postseason. Uh, um, that the Reds aren't that far behind. Um, I wish I could say that I was confident. That uh, they that 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 Nick Crawl had the resources and the backing of ownership to go do his job, but I don't, and that's where I'm at. And I'm just going to enjoy this extremely fun team because they are the rest of the year and see where it goes. Um, you know, <laughs> you, like y'all said, a, a, a good streak could be amazing because I mean, we could, they they could be forced to be like, hey, we're going to bring, bring up Hunter Green and Lodolo, put him in the pen because we ain't got nothing. And the players would be the ones that have to force that issue just by winning the ones we currently have. It's a fun team. I enjoy it. It's not. It, it's been a fun season so far. Every game's, for the most part, is pretty pretty cool. That's all I got. All right, uh, Berman, give you this, your final thoughts. Two of my final thoughts are: all you motherfucking Masonites, you stay the hell out of Great American Ballpark. 
I'm sick and tired of you bandwagon fans. Your Tom Brady jerseys, Cubs hats, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama sneakers, fucking Blackhawks pants, and Manchester United boxers. Lakers jersey. And Los Angeles Lakers socks coming down to Great American Ballpark and turning it into the piss-stained confines of Wrigley Field. Stay out. <laughs> Nobody needs your money that bad. You're insufferable. You've won one title in the past 115 fucking years, and you act like it's the biggest thing since sliced bread. Get out. If you want to go to a game, drive to Wrigley, drink Old English in the bleacher seats, and act like an asshole there. Every other fan base, come on down to Great American Ballpark. We'd love to go visit yours. Cubs fans, get fucked. All right. That was awesome. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, did India? Nope. Morning trek. Uh, not quite. Uh, I want to, for my final thoughts, I'll give a shout out to the Cincy Sports Gallery. Go there and get all your Reds autograph needs. They had a lot of people come in recently and sign a bunch of stuff, so go buy it. And that's all I've got. So for Sydney and Branch and Burmy, this is Coop saying we will talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio Cincinnati, where